baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. A lot of things going on as far as uh, camps, uh, seven-on-sevens, combines and such. Uh, not only here in South Florida through FAU, FIU, and Miami, but throughout the entire country. A lot of coaches uh, and teams are on their little caravans around the, the nation. And um, that started years ago. And uh, it's, uh, it has kind of morphed into a pretty good deal where a lot of the kids are going and uh, taking part in camps and seven-on-sevens against other area programs. You know, they, they get to see the local teams and some of the state teams, but as we'll talk to uh, Brian McCartney in just a few minutes uh, towards the end of the show, he's up in Ohio at Toledo where they faced off against some pretty good competition from Michigan and Ohio and such. So that's always a good thing. And then there's our local things. And um, uh, the other day that uh, FAU held a uh, pretty competitive event. And uh, the finals uh, were uh, Miami Dades, Miami Norland against uh, Fort Lauderdale's um, Cardinal Gibbons. And uh, those are some of the good things. Uh, Spent the week. Uh, up at University of South Florida, where they had um, a mega camp, uh, two seven-on-sevens, was up in Gainesville for their camp. So everything is going good, and uh, somebody's kind of been right at the center of that, whether it been camps or uh, the combines or um, the seven-on-sevens is uh, Cardinal Gibbons head coach Matt DeBuck, who's kind enough to open our show here on a Monday. Coach, thanks so much. For taking the time and I know that you had an opportunity to be at University of South Florida not only watching uh, your son who's going to be a junior wide receiver but uh, your son who just graduated from high school and will be and who already is enrolled at the University of South Florida so that I'm, I'm sure for you that was a, a proud uh, proud dad moment thanks for having me Larry yeah it was uh, I'll tell you a funny quick story I'm the specialists were having their camp and, you know, he's got a clipboard and, you know, now he's working with the the high school kids that he once was. And coach Creamer, the special teams coach said, coach the buck, get over here. We got to, we got to get this thing going. And I, I was talking to somebody and I, I <laughs> caught my eye and I, I was about to run over there. And uh, I said, well, the real coach the buck, please stand up. So yeah. it was, it was funny. You know, you hear that and, all you know, 18 years of what we've done here to influence kids and and you know to go to these camps now and see your son, you know, being part of the college camp, not the high school camp. But I also had one at the high school camp, so uh, it was fun and it was uh, you know rewarding in many ways. And uh, I, I'll you know I'll say this to all the coaches that give up their time and and you know we don't get paid much money to do what we do, so to get away for 10 days, two weeks and, and take these kids to these camps. And even what you do is, you know, crossing the country is, is really awesome. And, you know, can't, can't thank 
everybody enough that that is a good role model for our young guys. So that's a yeah. that's a big thank you to everybody. And and it and you know there's a lot put into it. And I you kind of saw uh, last Thursday the largest camp that I've ever seen, uh, fourteen hundred kids over an eight hour period. Um, and yeah, they staggered the starts, you know, quarterbacks, wide receivers, DBs in the first session where they still got 700 kids. But you know what made that pretty good, Coach, is the fact that here you have uh, head coaches from major colleges on hand. Uh, P.J. Fleck was there from Minnesota, Coach Allen from Indiana. Um, you had a number of those coaches plus assistant coaches from throughout the country. Uh, we had a chance to see uh, Coach Popovich, uh, who's at Western Michigan now. And uh, talk about that because I think that's the the best part of those type of mega camps. You know, it's and you know I talked last year to Coach Norvell at FSU when I was up there for theirs, uh, and I said I posed the question. I said, Coach, you got like eleven hundred kids out here, and uh, he says, Yeah, but we also have seventy college coaches because not all of it was designed for FSU. Just like with Coach Golish, not everything was designed for USF. So in a lot of ways, yeah, it was a lot of kids. But when you break it down and have a Warner and you have a Weber and you have programs like that, uh, they're looking at the kids they're looking at. And obviously the, the Power Five schools like Indiana and Rutgers was there uh, are looking at the players that they're looking at. So in essence, it wasn't so bad. No, and let me let me say this. I saw I saw Coach Norvell at the FAU camp the the week before, and he came up to me. I I don't know if I had my hat on, and he just noticed. You know, I've talked to him a few times before, but what a class act! And you can see why FSU is on the you know on the come up. Really classy guy. Um, and then Golish, you know, the, I, I all I can tell you is winner just beams out of his. Aura, and I think you'll agree with me on that one. He, he's going right. to do well there, you know. And then you had the FAU deal and all their coaching staff and the seven on seven, and they were watching kids. And um, you know, it, listen, we got a pretty good thing going on in our state. And, and Jamie Chadwell came up. I talked to me at, at USF, and you know, we talked about NIL and all this other stuff. And um, good people still in our game. Really good people. You know, unfortunately, the news only carries the negative, but there's still a lot of good people doing a lot of good things in, in college football and high school football, and, and I think that's going to continue even though the NCAA might be a little off-kilter and need, may need to recalibrate. But, um, you know, a lot of good things are happening. A lot of our kids are getting recruited. The only thing I don't like, you know, is – you know, I, again, I, I, I think we can't forget about the academic piece that's so important. So when these kids do get to college, you know, they're not, you know, falling at the wayside no. because they didn't do what they needed to do. And football was the only thing that they wanted to do. And that's where the adults got to step in and be adults. You know, no, that, that's my right. opinion. It's not no, fact, but, but my opinion. it's shared it last last week. In fact, we had uh, uh, a Principal Sands from Miami Central on. And you're talking about a program in Miami Central that's very high profile for athletics. 
But he broke down the academic part of it and how much they've, you know, their like their uh, cumulative GPA as a football team's 3.0, and uh, you know some of the the programs that they offer. So yeah, no, you're 100% right. You can't forget that equation because tomorrow, God forbid, you could, you know, do do some damage where you can't play the game anymore. So you have to have an education to to fall back on. Uh, you brought up a, a, a Alex Golish now. Uh, here's a guy, and we have a lot of University of South Florida fans who listen to our show, a lot of them who went uh, to school there. And um, I'll tell you what, I mean, here's a guy who is confident. You remember, he was offensive coordinator for one of the most powerful uh, offenses last year in the SEC, if not one of the co- in the country at Tennessee. So he's been there, done that as far as uh, talent. And he told me, and, uh, you know, and, and here's a guy, I'll tell you, there's, very few co- college coaches that'll take the time to kind of just walk around with you singularly, you know, not in a group or, you know, I mean, here's a guy who's a head coach and he's got a lot of, you know, hands to shake and a lot of people to meet. And we walked around and he was up front. You know, I asked him about the past and he just says, you know what? I don't care about the past. I'm not looking at what this program was. I'm looking at what it's going to be. And, you know, right there kind of like said to me, you know, that's what you want because you know as well as I do. You hear a lot of these coaches giving excuses and, you know, they put us in a bad hole and they had a bad recruiting and this and that. But he that's doesn't not want to happen bother in with South that. Florida. It's not going right. to happen. That guy doesn't – that guy is – he's one of us. He's a, he's a high school coach, high school teacher. I mean, he's, he, he, he gets it. He's, he's been around the country. He's been at, you know, Iowa State, UCF. Um, I, is it his dream job? Probably not. But, you know, is he going to win there? I, I, I truly believe it. He's put a pretty good staff of, of hungry guys together. You know, they're, they're paying them well, you know, in that conference. And yeah. I, I, yeah. I just think he's going to do well and, and kind of like Norvell. I mean, I wasn't a huge, I'm not a huge Florida State guy, but I'll tell you this. Nor, you can tell why when you talk to Norvell why they're going to win and why they're winning and why the culture changed. So, you know, I, I think, yeah. you know, like a Doug Sosha, what's done, what he's done up in, in Kaiser, you know, nobody gives him credit. And all that guy does is win and win the right way. You know, down at yeah. St. Thomas University, all they do is win, win the right way. So there's a lot of good people out there. And, and you know, opportunities come, opportunities go. And I think he's, uh, he's going to, in three or four years from now, have a tough decision to make yeah. you know, whether or not yeah, no, he stays at South Florida or, or goes. Right. No, you're hundred percent. Tampa's right. pretty Coach awesome. Matt. I was just up there. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Tampa's a good town. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, and uh, as uh, Coach Matt DeBuck from Cardinal Gibbons joins us, you know, the, the great thing about UCF and USF is yes, they're located in, major cities, obviously Tampa and Orlando are amongst the largest cities you know, in the country. But at, and they both have enrollments into the 50-plus, almost 60,000 for UCF or over. But yet it's kind of run like a smaller program in the fact that it's, you know, where, where, you, where they're located in Temple Terrace is, you know, I mean, the kids could go out, you know, for a you know, sandwich and not have to worry about, all this, you know, all these crowds and, 
you know, and, and I like the environment and I think he's created. And as you saw, uh, their new indoor is open and it's beautiful. I mean, it's awesome. state of the art, as good as you're going to get. And um, as you and I looked in the, the tree line to the uh, to the north, that's where they're proposing to put the stadium within the next four four years. Uh, so everything to me, uh, you know, is really it seems like it's running on on, you know, in a positive way. Uh, before we let you go, um, you took part in the seven on seven over the weekend. Uh, some really good teams from South Florida, Dade Broward teams. Obviously, Wakaiba, who won the USF seven on seven yesterday, uh, finishing a top four. But it was. Uh, and Golis was mad at me because I didn't bring my team up there either. He was mad at me, but I said, listen, hey, yeah. I was just up well, here. I, maybe, maybe next year, but he, you yeah. know, it is what it is. Well, well, that first day, Orlando Jones was, I mean, they were, they're just so fast. Oh, he does and a great obviously, job. Yeah, he does a great job, Elijah uh, Williams does. Uh, but you took part in the FAU 7-on-7, seven seven, got to the finals against the Miami New Orleans, and both of you are have been picked by many to be amongst the top four, five, six teams in, 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 in South Florida, if not the state this year. Uh, and I know 7-on-7 seven seven doesn't validate anything, but... Talk about what it is to compete in, you know, in a tournament like that with some really good athletes and then be in the finals, uh, you know, with your team as a, a young in a lot of ways, but has some veteran leadership. What was that like playing in that? I'll tell you what, I give a lot of credit to Coach Herman and his staff, Shane, you know, Marielli from, from FAU who put it together. And obviously I'm tight with Ed Warner. Uh, I, I just think they did a great job. They, it, there was no lag. Brandon Harris did a great job. Um, the brackets were fair. You know, we, we played at the Oxley, then we went to the stadium, then we went back to the practice field. Nobody complained. It, 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 it was run phenomenal. So I give them a lot of credit. You know, I talked to Ed Warner last night. I said, hey, get some food trucks, you know, get, get a little, get a circus out there. You know, I think that would have been even better, you know, to promote your, your brand. But you know, first time for him running the running it this year, and we had a great we you know we we had a good game against Western. It was it was fun. Uh, we had a good game, obviously against Norland at the end. I think we just unfortunately both teams kind of ran out of steam at the end, and it was survival of the fittest. And we were missing our tight end, and we were missing um, a couple DBs, but no mistakes. Our young guys played really well, and seven on seven has value. It does certainly has value it's not real football but it has value and yeah and i think um our, we're not built like our offense is in a seven on seven offense we're not built for that uh but our quarterback is elite mike mertinger committed to north carolina he's elite and uh we have a really great group of receivers <laughs> they may not be four stars but i'll tell you what they do they know what they're doing and they play yeah. hard and they get after it and uh, it was fun to be out there for about nine and a half hours. And I'll, I'll give a lot of credit to everybody that was involved, all the teams that were there. Uh, it was fun. Good stuff. Well, Coach, I appreciate you stopping by on this Monday night. We'll talk to you plenty during the summer, talk a little bit about an event maybe we'll uh, be having uh, during the summer, a little bit of a combine to get kids ready, get a good crowd out there, and uh Get get players a lot better. Again, thanks so much. Uh, enjoy your summer. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate it all, as always, and I was happy to introduce you to uh, 
the fan base in Tampa, and and uh, <laughs> they knew who you are, so they didn't need they didn't need they didn't need me to introduce you. Have a Thanks, great man. Night. I appreciate it. Good stuff, Coach Matt DeBach, head coach at Cardinal Gibbons in Fort Lauderdale. They've won three out of the last four state championships, so they're not they're nothing really. Uh, that that you know when when you play and you play them, you're playing a championship quality team. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 